0: Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by
1: Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Yeah,
2: he did it, he signed it. It was so easy. I told you, it was a sure bet. We're in the clear. Of course he has to win the award. But that's a foregone conclusion at this point. You've watched the news. Yes, yes, I know. That's why I'm here dealing with wrestling podcasts. But this has been a cakewalk the whole fucking time. I can't imagine it being any different in L.A. Wait. Please, don't do that. No, don't do that. There's no need to do that. I know, without your money, Greg would just be another stupid, gullible schmuck with a microphone and I'd be... I gotta go. Someone's here.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, hey, hey Mr. Monroe.
2: Hoagie, what the fuck are you doing here? How did you even know I was here? Did you follow me from Studio J? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, I did.
2: Well, it's kind of fucked up, isn't it?
3: Um, yeah, yeah, you can say that. You could also say that, uh, you know, what you're doing is kind of fucked up, you know? I know Greg signed that contract, but, uh, you're wrong for pushing him to do it. Push him to look like a complete fool on stage every single night. Also, you can just take a big cut of the money that you made off him being mad and unhappy. And I just, I just had to say, how in the world can you sleep at night, Fox Monroe? You are, I swear, you are rotten to the core.
2: (laughs) All right, Hoagie, I'll be real with you. You're smart, you're perceptive. You knew what was going on here before I first handed that contract to Greg. But here's my question. Why don't you just let Greg be Greg? Let him be who he wants to be.
3: Because that's not who he is. You're pushing him to be that way.
2: According to you? Please, Hogan. People play themselves as characters in this industry all the time. And with that comes sacrificing parts of yourself, exaggerating others. And then sometimes that version of you bleeds over into the real you. And then sometimes you just can't tell the difference.
3: But exaggerating the worst parts of him just to make money, just to be successful, just to have people acknowledge you by laughing at you melting down on stage?
2: Yep. That's exactly what happens.
3: I, I mean...
2: You don't think that I have to deal with those pressures too? You don't think I don't have people telling me how to be and what to do? You play to people's biggest fantasies so much until you start believing them a little yourself. I know you know this, Hoagie, but for every Greg out there who actually makes it big, there are a hundred other podcasters I've quote unquote manipulated into believing they're the real deal. But none of them ever get off the ground. It's a numbers game. If you wanna make it and keep making it, you have to stop caring that you're lying to them, or better yet, believe it yourself.
3: But why why do you just have to accept that? You can't honestly live with yourself and believe that it's worth it. It's
2: not a matter of accepting it, Hoagie. It's a matter of being so far into it that there's no way out.
3: Mr. Monroe, you can always walk away.
2: Then why don't you?
0: Do it.
4: Have reached the voice mailbox of Last Tycoon Productions in Los Angeles, California.
3: We are unable to take your call at this time. Please try again later.
4: Well,
5: damn.
6: One medium coffee and one Americano. Oh, that's me.
5: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention will be important. Oh. shit.
0: Thanks, man.
5: Yeah, yeah. Here's a piping hot corfi for you. Yeah,
0: I need it. And I need a new phone charger.
5: God, just. Well, what happened?
0: Well, you know, my charger sucks, but um, last night the power went out, um, and, uh, you know, I woke up late, my phone is, you know, at less than half battery, um, you know, I had a shower in the dark this morning, you know, and I've you know, been trying to charge it here, and it's just, I have to get it at a weird angle, it doesn't yep. work, it just all sucks.
5: Yeah, man, I bet sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, it sounds pretty, quite in line with what's been going on around here.
5: Yeah, yeah, I mean... Can't believe we're headed out to LA and gonna go fucking confront Greg Goldman in his own show. Confront?
0: Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. So I, I can't. Lo- I, mean, I can't believe we got tickets. Yeah. I can't believe. Like, I'd we like went. to confront him. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. You know. I think it'll just be an event that will pass, and maybe nothing will happen. I think the best version of it is when nothing happens. But. I mean. Yeah.
5: I mean. But he does have a pretty nice little product. I mean, unfortunately, it's tough to admit, but, you know, and he is a fucking train wreck, like you said, for sure, but somehow it's working, but it'll uh, be interesting, one way or the other.
0: It will be very
5: interesting. Oh, shit, yeah, and I guess uh, we gotta... Do that dumb RSVP thing when we get
0: there. Jeez, uh, this is like the the analog award show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know
5: what the deal is with that. So but.
0: so we got to turn it in at the th- wherever they're hosting it, which is right down the street from the Goldman Hour.
5: So I don't think we should have any issue getting that in by that time. Okay.
0: You know? Uh. Yeah. Um. You know, we'll probably be, we should be able to get like maybe just pop by the hotel, go there. Yeah. Go to Goldman. Yeah.
5: We won't have like a ton of time, but I think we should you know have about. You know, an hour and a half or so once we land, the yeah. hotel's close, I think we'll be in good
0: shape. Okay, good deal.
2: Group B now boarding for Delta Flight 1164 for Los Angeles.
0: Hey, uh, I think I'm going to go grab a bite from the Starbucks.
5: Uh, right now? I mean, they're already boarding, and I was just over there, and, you know, they've got snacks on the plane.
0: J- I, 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 sorry, I'm just hungry now, um, and and I hate airplane food. Um, All right, well,
5: hurry up, dude.
6: You again? Listen, I told you. I did what I could to heckle the son of a bitch. Had no idea he'd be such an alright guy.
0: Forget about it, Smack. Listen, I need to ask you one more favor. No, dude. I'm done doing shit for you. I flew you to New York. Paid for your hotel, food, and you know, the other shit that you,
6: you know, did. Yeah, you did. You held up your end of the deal. I didn't mind. So we're good. And,
0: and, so for this time, I'll give you money for just making a phone call.
6: Get, yeah, I mailed a man when I was 13. Don't you got a pot dealer or something? Besides, you're going to drive all the way down here to pick it up, because I ain't mailing it to you.
0: Do you know people who can, you know, more than cause problems? Like, actually, fucking shit up. Not like permanently, but, you know, significantly.
6: People based out of Los Angeles. I really don't understand what you're getting at, kid. But actually, yes, I do know people who fit that exact bill. Okay. Can you put me in uh, touch with them? Again, I'll pay you. Okay, sure. If you promise that this is the last time you'll call me. I swear. Alright, just text me their info. Oh, my. Okay. I got something I want to say to you. Every time you've talked to me, from when you broke down in Rome to David Lynch to now, you've just been, honestly, pretty fucking condescending. Like, you think nothing of me. Which, honestly, kind of surprises me, you know? Why you would ask me for help.
0: Yeah. Honestly, smack, everything that you just
6: said just then is true. Fuck you for saying that. Call Ricky Reno and Tony DiAgostino. They'll take care of you. Don't call me again.
0: Oh, fuck. What am I going to do? Hey, dude. Did you get some uh, grub? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the scone.
5: Oh, nice. Yeah. How's the scone?
0: Dry. Um, Crumbly. Uh, (laughs) But
5: I guess I can dip in the coffee. It's okay. Classic scones, as they say on Mm -hmm. Curb, but...
2: Group C now boarding for Delta Flight 1164 for Los Angeles.
5: Yeah, well, let's uh let's get in line here. They're call they called our fucking group. This group but, C? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's uh just pretty crazy uh going out here, man. Uh, going to Goldman show, going to the awards show. We got a nomination. I mean, it's just uh wild and uh, made me uh pretty reflective of uh, you know when this all started just a little over a year ago.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh a lot of look, long looks in the mirror. Yeah, for sure. I mean,
5: well, it's just been wild because I was, you know, as you know, pretty close to starting another wrestling podcast with someone, and you know, you and I were talking a lot, and I know you wanted to do something, and you know, the idea finally came to me of like, hey. What do you think about this? You know, yeah. me as the diehard fan, you as someone who hadn't really watched wrestling. I remember those tub. original Google
0: Docs, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was
5: originally for my other podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, idea. I remember I
0: was talking in boy, ask I remember sitting at the foot of my bed because, yeah. you know, well, I, I think remember we're on that Zoom. Too. That's where I got the best internet connection. Yeah.
5: yeah. I remember that, too. But, uh, insane. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been quite a journey. I can't believe it's been a fucking year. I mean, 2021 has been like the fastest year of our lives mm. after. 2020 felt like time stood still, but uh, hey, it's uh, it's been amazing, and you know, couldn't thank you enough for everything, and I mean, what this has become, you know, yeah. it's so far beyond a wrestling podcast at this point, and that's because of you, so, oh, uh, yeah. you know, pushed it beyond anything I could have ever imagined, and it's just been a, a sheer delight working with you.
0: Well, I, I appreciate it.
5: So, yeah. Uh, you know, let's just go out there and make the best of this and, you know, not really worry about if we win anything or, you know, if Greg wins every award as we expect him to. Let's just, uh, you know, try and have a little fun and take in L.A. And, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people we know out there. Yeah,
0: but we'll see some really cool stuff. I'm yeah. You know, like some really cool, you know, I'm really excited. Yeah, have you see. been to L.A.? No, I never. Didn't I haven't i so. been to California. You I didn't I'm really excited to see what I'm going to see in L.A. Jesus. Yeah, this L.A. traffic. Yeah, you were telling me. Uh, <laughs> do you think we're going to have time to go by the hotel?
5: At this point, probably not. I mean, the show starts in like an hour. I mean...
0: Is your phone fully charged because mine's going to die.
5: Yeah, I'm at like 80%. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're good. good. We're good to get get it right back. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, we're just in a bit of a rush. We're now in traffic. Who knows how long this is going to fucking take. But when, yeah, with uh, limited time and, you know, who knows what this weekend is going to be like in general, we figured we'd just bust out the mic and uh, start talking about Dynamite and Rampage. Here we are.
0: Uh, (laughs) I bet our Uber driver wishes they have one of those limo things. Yeah.
5: Yeah, but we talked to him before. He's cool. You Hi, know, he is at least aware of AEW. Well, well
0: you, well, you thought we would get into this, so that's why we got an Uber X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank still you. sucks. This thing's going to cost us a hundred bucks. No offense to you, man. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, yeah, we're just being real. We
5: appreciate you, Jorge. Yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, so uh, AEW Dynamite, October twenty seventh, twenty twenty one, from Boston, Massachusetts. Too bad. Our good friend Micah, Toxic Micah, T-Mike, couldn't be there because he's out of the country. Dick. So fortunately, cool, very cool guy Derek from specifically Devoid was there. Hope you had, I mean, we know you had a great time. but uh, We know Micah didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so Boston, Massachusetts, my good buddy Griff lives up there too. But we kick off with CM Punk defeating Bobby Fish in You know, a very solid match that we've come for both of these guys to see, you know, pretty similar style here. You know, the biggest takeaway from this match was that CM Punk hates bullies. He
0: does hate, just like like Darby, you know. So, I mean, remember how last week we were talking about how he, you know, could inject himself into the NGIF... Yes, Like that, again, is, is a nod in that direction. Like it's not a commitment. Yeah. Like I think there's still a solid chance of a wrong. Yeah. You know. Well, and
5: I think they're kind of playing more towards like he doesn't have a storyline right now. So beyond him just being happy to be here, he hates bullies. Yeah. And when Bobby Fish attacked Anthony Green after the match last week, he felt compelled to come out.
0: Bobby Fish really doesn't seem like a bully. Seems like someone who'd make fun of his teeth. Yeah.
5: You know? I mean, he's acted a bit bully, you know, when he did squash Anthony Green last week yeah. and beat the shit out of him after the bell. But yeah. I feel you. Um, you know, the match again—it was good. There's nothing wrong with it. Probably like a solid three and a half stars. Yeah. Great work, Fish on offense majority of the time. Yeah.
0: Uh, we just need, I think we just need CM Punk in something more consequential, and I think that is everyone's opinion. And I
5: think we see a little bit of that mm-hmm. uh, Friday night on Rampage, which we'll get to. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's not really too much else to say here. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, one interesting note. So first off, it was cool to see Fish counter the GTS at the end and hit him with the dragon oh, yeah, screw yeah. leg whip because you know he kept Fish kept working Punk's knee and working the knee. And I did love how Punk sold it and did the one-legged elbow drop off the top, but um, after the counter, Punk ended up getting him in the GTS, and we didn't even talk about this when we watched. He was slow to get the count, and then at the three count, Fish actually like kicked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Punk's face was just kind of almost like the match wasn't supposed to end there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what exactly happened. You know, you see that in old matches all the time where it's, like, such a close three count that they kick out. You don't see it as much today. Mm -hmm. But Punk's face was kind of like, maybe he was. I don't know. I thought that was interesting, though. But anywho, um, yeah, we need a a real story for Mr. Punk. Happy to be here, Punk, is all well and good. But uh, let's heat things up a little bit because... uh, as we'll learn on Rampage, and as we've talked about, another AEW newcomer, uh, <coughs> Brian Danielson, has uh, completely outshined Punk since they've been here. But hey, we're not complaining about any of it. And uh, then we had uh, MJF, uh, your boy, squashing Bryce Donovan in
0: about 30 seconds. And you know, I, here's how that went. He walked out and he goes, oh, you know, Bryce... Uh, you know, you, um, you're a nice guy, but uh, you, you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're going to lose a, I'm, I'm going to bury you in a hole. And, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be my goal to beat Darby at Full Gear. And, you know, and then I'm going to be MJF and
5: Yep, exactly how it went. And then he referred to Boston, no surprise here, as a shithole town. Uh, or an absolute shithole. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it is. Um then talks about the Boston broads and how he'd rather put his junk in a blender than be with a woman from Boston. Yeah,
0: you know, call him fed and stuff. I th- I think it, it's much better when he's ripping on the South, like the Florida thing, like gun violence. Yeah. What was the other thing? Was an incest? incest? See, yeah. that's low hanging fruit, but the gun violence—that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> you know, because he also like, <laughs> you know, like like you've seen the Vice thing about the progressive liberal Dan Richards. No, oh. I've not. Really? Yeah. I guess we'll do an aside here. Um, so there's a wrestler in, um, not OVW, but like Appalachian Valley. Wrestling oh, that, yes. Okay. Yeah, yes, and and, I have and, and seen his that. whole heel stick is that yes, he's a liberal. I have seen and, and that. that. He played, and I think MJF. I just didn't recognize. Yes. Yeah, I, have I think seen MJF it. is like sort of taken, like that comment is a page out of progressive liberal Dan Richards' playbook.
5: I, yeah, I just didn't know the name, but I have not seen the Vice thing, but yeah, it's, it's something good. I'm, fami- I'm familiar with that yeah, it, for it, sure.
0: It's a good watch. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So um, then he says, "Here's what all your mothers say: Hada MJF, Hada." You know, classic Boston tropes. Basically saying Darby's too scared to come to work. Blah blah blah. And I like this. He he said he's scared because he knocked out Sting with the dime. Di- uh, he knocked out Sting with the dynamite diamond ring. Which he beat Hangman Adam Page for. And then he's like, the more you know. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great because it's just something, it's not referenced a lot. Yeah, and obviously it's an, it's that's a, a big in win yeah. in his history. One of his bigger wins. yeah. Absolutely. And it's going to be a defining feud for many years to come. For sure. We've talked about. So I love that little nod to it. Um, and he's destined to be on top and doesn't care if it's Kenny or Adam. And I like he's kind of making his claim for the title. And then the lights go out. But it's just a joke. And he and Spears and Wardlow are laughing. Want to note real quick, Wardlow's
0: facial expressions,
5: he's not too happy right now.
0: No, he's not. I, mean, I don't think Wardlow, like, is Nor really should ever... should he I'm, be. I don't think Wardlow's ever really seen happy. I've never really seen him <laughs> smile or, or, or laugh. In the
5: earliest, yeah. you know, he was more of the, just less... I bet he's a really funny guy, though. Oh, I, I can't wait for the turn, but... And then the lights go out again. And then Spears is like, I didn't do that. And then, of course, Sting shows yeah. up with that. Beating the shit out of Wardlow and Spears. Mm -hmm. MJF bolts away. And then, or is he in the crowd? He, he comes back to the to, yeah, yeah to the barricade where he sees, as you termed, not termed correctly, said Hollow Man.
0: Hollow oh, Man. Oh, yeah, Darby was just yeah. as Hollow Man. Yeah. do yeah, forget about that. that yeah. yeah, that was pretty good, too. I, well, It was like a very instant, like, oh, there's Hollow Man. Yeah, it was like two yeah. seconds, and then you're like, that might be Darby. Well, either that or the invisible man. Yeah. yeah maybe Darby
5: is a HGL. And then he pulls the mask off, and uh, then MJF runs away. He face plants going up the ramp, which I love. Yeah. Um, and then he gets his thumbtack skateboard, hammers Wardlow with it, and grabs the mic and says,
1: Max! Max! Full
5: gear! Yep. And that's it. And we're official. Yeah, we're official. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great, and we've already kind of shared our thoughts on who we think may win, and we'll hold off because there's still another week before.
0: Yeah, and like, we have to be getting close to this fucking theater, right? I, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I could just... just I mean, I'm looking
5: on my phone, we're still like... 30 minutes away no traffic so yeah so we'll just uh, we'll keep going I mean again there's still still got about an hour till showtime a little less I think we're going to be all right but uh yeah it's it's frustrating yeah. but and I know you got to get that RSVP thing I guess you oh, can do that Oh yeah at, at yeah. Well, yeah yeah yeah
0: we're over cuz like like one would imagine the show is going to go until what, like ten? A lot, yeah, yeah. We
5: have to probably like eleven intermission. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of it then. Yeah, we could just we could, just
0: we could just sneak out the back and uh, yeah, yeah. We'll be good. So
5: uh, moving along, uh, Sammy Guevara, as expected, defeated our boy, very upset, Ethan Page, to retain the TNT Championship. So he gets to remain a member of the Inner Circle and. Uh, Very fun match. I mean, started off right off the bat with a big attack from Sammy, and then he just kind of went insane and, uh, you know, threw him into the time through page, into the timekeeper's table, into the barricade. You know, it was like a few minutes before the bell even rang. And then Sammy did just some more just crazy moves before the break. Um, And then coming out of the break, Ethan Page was in control, but Sammy had the double springboard cutter, the shooting star press. I mean...
0: You know, Sammy would just looked great in this match.
5: Yeah, this was
0: more of his showcase, I thought, than Ethan Page. For sure. Well, remember we were talking to Derek, and Derek had said that at the show itself, like people just were seemed very disinterested. Which, which you and know, Ethan for, for pa- up her, yeah.
5: and Ethan Page, and Ethan specifically, Page specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which
0: for up uh, for our sort of meme that we've turned him into the, the very upset guy. You know, well, like,
5: and even I rewatched the show because I was a little uh, tipsy when we watched on uh, Wednesday. Was it like that? And no, honestly, it didn't seem like it didn't seem like it. Yeah. But again, when you're actually in there, you know it's different. I guess he was maybe just not getting a ton of reaction. But
0: also, but a weird place to put it on the card, too. Yeah. I think you know, like like the second match. Well, it was
5: a loaded fucking card. I it mean, was,
0: yeah. And well, and like this match, you know, like he ain't gonna give up the belt, better.
5: No, same. I mean, we knew it, yeah. But uh, you know, I thought it was a really fun match. Still, like close to four stars for me, not quite, but I really enjoyed it. Um,
0: interesting mix of styles and
5: Paige, you know to me i think he still had a great performance again like we talked about it. Like he just hasn't had a ton of matches recently, mm-hmm. let alone singles matches. It's been all the Dan Lambert bullshit, and, which, and, and
0: then Darby Coffin match and all that. which of was stuff great. Like, like
5: that. that was all great, but it's almost like Lambert and all the American top team stuff, as we expected, is taking I, away from I, Ethan Page. I, and I mean, Scorpio's honestly, guy.
0: get him a match against Jericho. Like I feel like yeah. that's similar style and like that, like Jericho bring out the best in him. I mean, Jericho's obviously a step slower, but they're bigger, you know. Yeah, bigger fellas. Yeah. You know, I think that'd be a good one.
5: Agreed, but uh, Ethan went for the ego's edge on the top, and Sammy countered it into a Hurricane Rana, exactly like Rey Mysterio against Eddie Guerrero in the match oh, yeah. we reviewed last week from Halloween Havoc. And then <laughs> Sammy with just a poor attempt at a Shooting Star Press on the ground, just because he just never even comes close to hitting him. Yeah, uh, kind of funny. But then Ethan Page rolls out, and then Sammy kind of rolls him into the Jackknife Pin for the one, two, three. And of course Scorpio, Sky and I can't even remember if Lambert even came out. I don't I don't think, think so. Oh, I think yeah. it was just Sky and then they were kind of beating up on him and then Jericho in the inner circle came out. Yeah. And um, here's basically what happened. is he talked about, the only thing Ethan Page has beaten was himself in his hotel room. And he's he, with all these sex jokes. Beat, this week. I well, just with as we talked about, Dan Lambert's a fucking pervert. No, oh, he started it. Yeah. He's not even out here this week. Yeah, beat the meat chant, and it's going to be a street fight. And uh, Dan Lambert is now a pumpkin-headed dipshit since we're close to Halloween. Yeah. Again, with five-on-five street fight at full gear, it's going to be fun. You know, it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be a car crash. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see all these MMA guys in it. Good,
0: pe- good pay-per-view mid card match.
5: But ready to move on from it. Or, like, let's get to something more meaningful. Like, again, Ethan Page versus Sammy was meaningful. It was. And it was a good match. Yeah, yeah. But, like, let's keep seeing that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: mean, but, like, it was, you know, kind of... It was very predictable. Yeah, and it was also in the context of this story, of this conflict between the two groups. Yeah. So, yeah, I think detaching it from that would, you know, give it more clout.
5: So. Great. Right. Um, there was a great Danielson Kingston promo, but we'll get into all that when we talk Rampage. And then, my girl Ikaru Shida gets her fiftieth win over Serena Deeb in what I would call, I don't know, one of the best six, seven, eight matches, women's matches in AEW history. Really? I loved it. About 11 minutes, and just every second counted. There was urgency by both sides. You know, coming off the hot match they had a couple weeks ago, everything was crisp, everything with the pace was fast. Uh, Yeah, I just thought this was fucking awesome. Yeah, I
0: think those two really really peer well together. Oh, yeah. I mean, Serena uh,
5: Deeb, like, is just one of the best, if not the best women's wrestler in the world, just plain and simple. She's probably about 40, you know, close. Because she was in WWE in 2011. Okay, I got you. Um, so yeah, I'd say she's close to 40, maybe okay. not quite, but just every... And obviously, I still don't know if she's signed full-time to AEW, but, like, every time she's out there, you can just see that she's... I don't want to show disrespect to the likes of the Bunny and Penelope Ford. But oh, she's, she's way she's better than years, right yeah. be, Like, every match she's in is just so much more exciting. Yeah, yeah. And then, again, not throwing shade at those two. They're very fine wrestlers, but in terms of, like, making us care... Serena Deeb is just light years beyond those two. And of course, Sheeta's amazing, too.
0: and Sheeta
5: with the streaks in her hair, yeah, the yeah. new top. Oh, yeah, we were
0: talking about, yeah. Great stuff overall here. Yeah, why doesn't Serena Deeb get a chance against Brick Baker? That'd be a good match. And she, you know, like could bring out the best in Britt and, and just lose. And would, well, and now she's
5: kind of gone full heel, as after the match she chop
0: blocks oh, Sheeta yeah, again. Yeah. So, again, it
5: could happen, but, you know, I think... This could lead to maybe Sheeta versus d three at full gear. They've been doing a lot of these trilogies lately. Um, but you know, I even said it to you before the match. I'm like you know as big of a Shida fan as I am, almost wouldn't mind seeing her lose. Yeah they yeah, yeah, yeah. have to kind of scratch and claw to get that 50th. but Serena gets the heat back after the match. It's one to one. I'd love to see it again at full gear and give them even a little more time. I mean, I think they got about eight, nine minutes in the first, about 11 here, and, like, they've just been clinics. Like, I thought it was just great stuff.
0: Be good. I guess yeah, Serena D was on the buy-in for uh, Double or Nothing, right? Yeah, she fought yeah, Reno. So, so, so a great mm-hmm. match I had at full so, four stars. So, so I was going to say, that'd be a good buy-in match, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, sort of just a, a rubber match. Yeah. You know, she just got the, you know, like, you know, achievement unlocked. I mean, I'd like to
5: see it on the main card, but yeah, I think you might be right as we're kind of seeing the card take shape a little bit. Um, But uh, also, Shida, there was one awesome segment she had. It was kind of a pretty long. She hit a running forearm, missile drop kick into a vertical suplex, and then after that, um, kicks into the German, and then she kind of got her over top, and then flipped her down. That's called the Whoa. Dominator that Farouk would do in WWE. Just I hadn't seen it very much, and wanted to give Serena Deeb a little credit as I I got my notes here in the Uber guys. That's how I'm remembering all this stuff. But uh, uh, first off, Serena wearing the pink and black in homage to Bret Hart. I'm sure as she did one of his famous moves in this match, the kind of figure four around the ring post uh-huh. where she had her in, just a classic Bret Hart. Um, and I loved kind of how it ended, you know. They were It got real grabby, it, you mm-hmm. know, Serena always real grabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes for the plaque, eye poke, rolls her up. She is able to get out of it and kind of rolls her up and does the full yeah. sit forward for the one, two, three. Great shit. Yeah, I
0: think her on a lot,
5: and then we get to John Moxley, all fucking business yet again, as he just decimates 10 in about two minutes here.
0: Yeah, which was, I mean, I guess looking back on the show and the timing of the matches, it's just like, yeah, but like, I don't know, this was surprising,
5: yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, squashy, t- I very squashy, like 10 you know, got a few things of offense in, but not only squashy, left in his own fucking blood, yeah, which I think was not from the biting, you know, Moxley grabbed the mask and was biting him, but then he threw him into the corner post, and I think it was a blade job, definitely, but, uh, that's what it was, and then, uh, got the fucking paradigm shift, you know, Cat 10 got a few kicks and punches in, but not much, and just, again, Moxley gets the one, two, three, fucking bolts out, I love this new side of John Moxley we've seen, like, while he's been a baby face the whole time, he's been the tough guy, badass baby face, yeah. but like you know, we've mentioned the slight heel pivot. I think it's taken another turn this yeah. week and he's certainly uh, you know, he needs to beat Orange Cassidy Wednesday on Dynamite, which we think he
0: will. And that and that could be add to his sort of heel up. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Especially so against Orange. Yeah. If he
5: kinda leaves Orange battered and bloodied too, yeah. which I think might happen. Yeah. You know, uh yeah. Just love seeing this out of mox and yeah. definitely on a collision course with uh, Mr. Brian Danielson for the final, which is phew, be fun. great! And then the Cody promo. He hears the booze. He's the star of the shoal. With the star of the shoal on. I, I thought this was excellent. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was hit or you know, it was hit or miss. But it, it definitely got the point across. Like, he went a little melodramatic at points. Yeah. But I, I, I
0: appreciated the vulnerability.
5: I liked the second half of this promo yeah. better when he was, like, talking about Dustin oh. and ha- basically admitting Dustin's a better wrestler yeah, than and him. If, if he,
0: if he lived to be 300, you'd yes. never have what was the cultural impact. Yes. I had. liked
5: that part where he was getting really fired up. But, like, the first part, I can't. He's like, boo the narrative. You're not going to boo the person who's signing my checks. You know? Oh, like, you know,
0: I make money. Yeah. I yeah. So, but again, the on the half, re like, I
5: love the second half. I love seeing him get fired up like that and, you know, tap into some real emotion. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does have a, <laughs> a wife that's too hot for him, but also pretty annoying.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> I, well, well, it's interesting because he, he gave the Booing fans just what they want. Like, yeah. He, he gave them, like, yeah, I'm what you think I am. And but he
5: says, I will not turn. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. directly. Yeah. No, I,
0: I thought, like, you know, in terms of his, his character and stuff, I thought, you know, this is. This was wise. The only, uh, the, uh, I guess the end, the only boring part is, part is whenever he turned around and shook arms. You know, that was just yeah. very stiff. And, yeah. You know, like, like a weak cap. After
5: he apologized to all the, the night na- Nightmare family, I can't talk. Why he, should he?
0: I mean, he beat him last, you know. Yeah. They, like, I don't think he needs to apologize to him.
5: Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, you know, I agree. It was a pretty solid promo overall. Derek did tell us that, you know, He was still getting booed a lot there. I mean,
0: I think it's like, you know, now a meme thing. Yeah, I mean... It's going to be hard to get get him not booed. I did
5: like how he referenced his whole thing, his stipulation about how he can't challenge for the AEW World Championship, which happened in Full Gear 2019, and it's, you know, been two years, and there's really been very few mentions of that, which is good, Um, And he kind of said, I could use my, you know, flex my executive vice president muscles and break that, but I'm not going to. So... A nod to that, which I still think at some point could be broken. I mean, oh, there's uh, a lot uh, of years left. Oh, in this oh, company. oh! oh
0: it, it was made to be broken yeah. eventually, but I like think it'll be like not five, it'll
5: probably be five
0: years or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Days. You know, they, they'll they'll build it up, and the t- yeah. and it
5: makes the TNT title that much more important to him, which I'm sure he's probably going to make another run at at some well, point. Well,
0: he legitimized it.
5: Yeah, you know. but uh, then the highlight was. <laughs> Mr. Andrade Elidolo pulling a, a similarity from his good buddy Pac and going, Cody, 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 which is in reference to when Pac went, Kane, 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 like oh, well over a year ago. Well, yeah. it,
0: it's interesting because Andrade now, like, whenever I first saw him come on, he had, like, a, a translator there mm. all the time. And, like, you know, obviously, you know, I, I, I don't know kind of what his level of. English, English has gotten better. Oh yeah, for sure. well, 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 it's kind of because I'm like, man, you're in WWE, you know, it, living in the United States. Yeah, like I imagine, you know, I think some of it, these WWE. guys just
5: aren't really that comfortable doing it, you know, on a live mic in front of an audience. Oh yeah, like, like Lucha Bros. So yeah. Phoenix definitely uses more than Penta, uh-huh. but yeah, I think part of it's just he's more comfortable because I don't. Zelina Vega was his manager in WWE, and she did all the talking really? for him. Like I, I don't remember him talking much at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, this was good, uh, making, you know, we haven't seen these two interact with each other, and we know he and Malachi Black have had some sort of alliance, and he rips on his, uh, stupid tattoo and calls Cody his bitch, then the lights go out, Malachi Black there spits mist in the face of Cody, there's a brawl, in comes Pack. And they all kind of scatter. Remember, Pax just got the double middle fingers up, which was fucking tight. And do you think we're leading to a tag match at full gear here?
0: Probably. I think so, too. I'm... I think it's intriguing right? Yeah I mean you know Like it's a lot of good wrestlers That like typically You know Aren't aligned and together It's It'll three really
5: good wrestlers And one solid wrestler Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, not and to and
0: shit on and co-
3: and
5: But these guys yeah. Are just a level above oh, it. Yeah yeah
0: And like you know They're all singles guys
5: Yeah Dude, None of them yeah. team people. And we've seen Cody Malachi But to keep this alive And freshen it up And we've seen Pac Andrade To yeah. have two Outstanding matches mm-hmm. So like I'm not gonna complain About seeing a little more Of that Uh yeah, I'm here for it. I think it'll be a good match. And, like, I like and want to see more of these, like, singles guys teaming up. Like, you know, they did it with Kingston and Moxley for yeah. a little while. Um, I just like these kind of non traditional teams. Reminds right. me of All Japan in the 90s. Again, I didn't watch it live, but there are a lot of, like, high profile tag matches uh-huh. with these big guys. Gotcha. And we get to see Cody versus Andrade next week on Dynamite. That should be interesting. Um, yeah I love it I'm here for it cool. Cool. all right at least we're uh, moving a little bit more here on the highway uh, yeah. you know we're making some progress as we get into the main event of dynamite where the Dark Order of Evil Uno Stu Grayson and John John Silver and Colt Cabana defeat the super elite Kenny Omega Adam Cole Matt Jackson Nick Jackson you know, a lot of comedy in this match, right. and I was even kind you, of... Rem-
0: you, you, you were very mum, and then you were... And then,
3: and then I'm like, all right, work. this is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: you know, I, I liked it a lot, too. You know, as a you know, non like It's a I ton was, of fun. I was entertained the whole time. Absolutely. Um, I guess my one thing is, I do wish, because this Dark Order win is a big emotional payoff, I wish it wouldn't have happened. I guess it makes sense, I guess, with Dark Order, because they're silly.
5: In Halloween
0: costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of my whole thing. Uh, it's uh, like, but this is kind of a big high pro but I get it but but, but the dark order I know which I never knew the long where Brody Lee led it like it's been a lot about humor yes and so like this kind of fits that but I still think it should have just been more of a straightforward emotional a little payoff.
5: treated with a slightly more respect yeah. you know yeah but it was great uh you're right like I was I was never anti anything this match but th- basically the same thing like main event big match big payoff should be a little more serious, but I get it. The Elite are goofy, too. Like, they've always done a Halloween thing. Yeah. Uh, so they were dressed up as the Ghostbusters, and Dark Order, we of course had John Silver as Bambi, as he mentioned last week. A lot of cowboy shit. We had Cutler, or <laughs> Col- Colt Cabana dressed as Cutler, which led weir- very weirdly to Excalibur, saying he wished he was dressed as Joe Para. That's bizarre. It was one of our favorite, we love Joe para favorite comedians. That, 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 that is like... I don't know what the connection was there. Uh, yeah, it
0: blows my mind. But
5: loved it. Um, yeah, it was like on the rewatch, I texted is Joe. Joe, um, Joe
0: Pera wears like cardigans and stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Not like a tracksuit. Yeah, Joe
5: Pera dresses like a 65-year-old grandpa. But oh. anywho, loved that. Just very cool um, and then we had a horse. We had Anna Jay as a cow. We had uh, Stew was
0: Kratos. Silver was Bambi.
5: Yeah. And uh, on the elite side, so they were the Ghostbusters. Did you hear that they were supposed to be Squid Game?
0: Ooh, did the, what
5: TNT I, nixed it. Like very close well, to well, showtime. Well, was it? Was it or because? Like, 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 like
0: what, what, what
5: was the reason? I don't. I didn't read it. I guess just. I don't know. Too mm-hmm. volatile. To I, I. don't know. I'd imagine they oh, would a wrestling
0: just, show. I know. Yeah. I. I mean I sure Squid Game is like a rated R property, but I mean Yeah, they'd just be probably wearing tracksuits with numbers on them. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. A hundred percent, yeah.
5: I don't I don't know either. Apparently it was literally like the night before because Mikey Ruckus, the guy who does the AEW music, had tweeted like that he had to do like a Ghostbusters esque yeah. elite theme on when like a few hours, which
0: dig. It's like, oh yeah, there's a Ghostbusters movie coming out in a month.
5: Yeah, fuck it. You know. And I know they, they'd done Ghostbusters before, what but if they did Dune. <laughs> be hilarious. Well, we haven't even mentioned. The fact of Hangman Adam Page, you know, we're talking like he hadn't been on the show at all.
0: Yeah, and this was like this was legitimately surprising until the very end. Yes. When, it, when you know he hadn't been on the show when the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man who comes out with the Ghostbusters <laughs> climbs into the room, and man. it's
5: so tight that it was Matt Jackson yet again because like those two have kind of had a little feud yeah. for shit two years at this point now. And Matt, I will say, Matt sold it very well. Like yeah. his face was first, just like. You know, confusion, and then just like as it got closer, he knew.
0: So um, here's some int- here's an interesting thing to speculate on. So say it was still they they stuck him on Squid Game costumes. What do you think Hangman would have been disguised as? Because you would have think they would have gone with the same thing. Yeah. What, what would they have done? <laughs> I don't know.
4: Yeah.
3: Maybe
0: he could have been the red light, green light. That girl. Yeah. They, they, they could have had her come out. Yeah. No, that's a great question. Yeah. That's like, interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I actually finished all the Squid Game. I'll oh yeah. Let, let, let you know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it could have been that, or maybe yeah. or the guys wh- or the um, people who worked there, or the oh the yeah, just, oh yeah, just with a mask. Yeah, yeah that, or one of the or one well, of the. You guests. figured it
5: out yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that, again, interesting that they pulled it. Obviously, that would have been a little better, just because it's a little. I well, I guess that there's a fucking Ghostbusters movie. Uh, I mean, out,
0: whenever yeah, whenever they they came out, I'm like, yeah, that's a little lazy. And they
5: done. I know they done Ghostbusters. Yeah, the elite, back in, like, New Japan,
0: And that's then. a very easy group Halloween costume. It's like, you, yeah. you have khakis, you have a shitty khaki shirt. So I'm glad to know cleaner. that wasn't
5: their first idea. Yeah, um, me too. But, yeah, very fun match. There was, uh, I, I, I don't even remember a ton from it, but... uh <laughs> I don't have... That's, like, the one thing I don't have notes on here. But I know there was, like, a group low-blow portion where they all hit. Yeah. And then Cutler... I keep saying Cutler. Colt was having a lot of fun with the spray. Yeah. You know, we got Silver going nuts on people. And he, and he
0: got the pin. Yeah.
5: Yes, he did. After Hangman, and then he did his spinner, whatever, the spinning whatever. And he's even, fighting
0: Adam Cole next week. Yes! That yeah. That's going to be yeah, fucking be sick. Yeah. And they've
5: had a lot of... I know you don't watch Being the Elite, but a lot of interaction... Uh, Between Silver and Reynolds and Cole They've been calling him Budge Budge. Because instead it's all about the boom They started saying Budge It's all been a geek Um, But uh, yeah that should be awesome And I guess the move is called the spin doctor uh, That Silver did But uh, fun stuff I guess we're getting a little closer
0: here I think we're Do people in this town always drive like fucking assholes Yeah, I'm sorry Uh, (laughs)
5: Oray Yeah you're great yeah, but I mean, look I at the scene. I mean, I mean, the trees, the sun, it's beautiful out small. here, though. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it is. I don't mean to, I don't mean to be uh, people, but... I love L.A., but yeah, it's kind of a shit show. So let's get into Rampage. I think we'll be there here in like 15, 20 minutes, Probably. hopefully. So let's uh, cook through it, and boy, howdy, did we have another sizzler from Brian Danielson here. As he defeats Eddie Kingston in about 16 minutes and change. What a brutal contest. His chest looked like it had tomato juice yeah. thrown
0: all over it, didn't it? Yeah, those two, like, you know, <laughs> Danielson seems to be able to match many different styles, but Eddie Kingston, the the um, king of the big slow match. Yeah. And, like, I think, you know, him with Danielson kind of adopting that, you know, really that kind King's of. Kings Road,
5: down. all Japan style. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, Built I, I on strikes it. and wearing your opponent down and storytelling and. Danielson, you know, he he's Morph, except he's not an asshole. No, he's not. <laughs> but uh, he's able to blend to his opponent's yeah. style, and he's finishing off every match with a different move. I mean, the guy has been on another fucking level since coming to AEW. Every match They've is, yeah. is must-see. They've all been big matches. Like, he's just so damn good, and he got his fucking ass
0: beaten this match. Yeah, I know. He did, like... Man, so like like, you know, one would assume he's gonna be fighting Moxley. One would assume. In right. Full gear. Yes. So yeah. I mean what kind of
5: a match is that gonna be fucking tight as hell. Yeah. Um it's brutal as hell. Like again, as much as Kingston beat him up, I think Moxley's gonna beat him up that much more. Yeah. And again, it's not set yet, but it'd be hard to believe Orange Cassidy beating Moxley at this point with yeah. what he's been doing to his opponents.
0: Yeah, and him versus Daniel, like I don't think that's like if there's one person Danielson would go up against so you don't really need his sort of Swiss Army knife yeah. skills. Sp- yeah, with what
5: Danielson has been doing. He hasn't lost. He had the draw yeah. against Kenny, but, like, he's been so impressive. Mox has been a fucking buzzsaw on the other side. Yeah. So, like, the booking has been perfect. Um, I think the match is going to be amazing. We'll hold off on our picks until it's official. But, um, but this match, man, just the chops from Kingston, the kicks from Danielson... I mean, so many chops. We had an Eddie Kingston eye poke that I loved. Um, he hit that late DDT after he was getting his ass kicked that just worked so well. Yeah. He did his Kawada choke, which is known as the stretch plum. Um, man, I mean, there's just so much. I have so much written down here, but I mean, it's just it was just too damn good.
0: Yeah, no, it was definitely probably my de- my favorite match out of both the shows.
5: Oh. Without a doubt. Like, I think that was right up there with the Suzuki-Danielson match. Um, just so good. And how about the ending? First off, you know, in this huge flurry of strikes, and then Kingston hits that spinning back fist yeah, yeah. so hard. Oh, and Brian just goes down like a sack of potatoes. Um, but then, you know, there's a big standing ovation at that point, and Danielson's able to slip him in the triangle choke. And Kingston's trying to fight out, and he's just elbowing his head multiple times, multiple times. And Kingston puts the middle finger out. Elbows, 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 elbows. The finger starts to fall, and the ref calls.
0: If there's one thing about this match, I think I knew how it was going. It would likely end for his submission, you know Eddie Kingston losing. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of his M.O. Well, like,
5: except he didn't quit. You well, know. yeah, well, well, he didn't quit, but you know, but, yeah. Of, but yeah, not a pin. Referee stoppage, and yeah, referee yeah, out there. Because the only time I guess he still technically quit was the I Quit match when he. What? what how did Mox finish that? He had something like wrapped over his fucking mouth and pulling back, like tax knee or brace something. or something. Yeah, something like that. yeah. yeah. no knee brace. That was an old NXT match, but yeah, something pulling him back, and yeah, that match was wild, but uh. Yeah, I could talk all day about this, but we don't have much time, so good shit, uh, Danielson's fucking on fire, and we love Eddie, and uh, how about after the match, you see from the break that Danielson went to extend the hand for a handshake, Kingston walked out, and then we get CM Punk with Tony Schiavone, and Tony's like, it's been a great week for you." You're, you got your first win on Dynamite. You celebrated your birthday. You're five and zero, and Punk's like, "And I love Halloween," and blah blah blah. And then you just hear some fucking commotion. Yeah, it yeah. Beeps.
0: Yeah, Eddie Kingston is not happy seeing Punk <laughs> happy. So you know, yeah, he he comes up there and then just gets into like, which what I thought was funny for no apparent reason other than he was mad and CM Punk was having a he good was, week. Well, he was like
5: smiling and laughing. And so Kingston, from afar, you could hear him go. Why'd they ring the bell? Why'd they ring the bell? So he's obviously upset that the ref called for the bell, and I think Punk just had a smile on his face. Yeah. And so then he, that's why he's like, what's so funny? Yeah. Oh,
0: so wrong place, wrong time. Essentially, yeah, because yeah. that's
5: all Kingston was yelling at him. What's so funny? What's so funny? Right, right. But, yeah, the beeps, you know, then you get Ruby Soho and refs and I think Sean Dean and somebody. Breaking them all up, and then pretty classic from Punk. That's unprofessional! I'm disappointed in you! I thought Uh, that was good. Patronizing. Nice touch, yeah. Uh, so I think we've got this is our first, like, real kind of story. You know, it's kind of similar to the Bobby Fish thing where it just kind of is shoehorned in there a little bit, but I'd like to think this is going to lead to a match at full gear. I hope so,
0: and like Probably Punk's going to win, but I think Eddie Kingston stands to benefit so much more. Agreed. You know, and I really wish Eddie Kingston won that match. Agreed. Maybe he will. I mean, uh, the Punk, again,
5: this goes back to what we've said a lot about the predictability on these shows. It's far too common. So, TK, let's shake it up a little bit because the crowd loves Eddie Kingston, clearly. I mean, he was getting cheered more than Danielson, who everyone fucking loves. He's probably going to get cheered more than CM yeah. Punk, who everybody fucking loves. So, yeah. you know, another babyface versus babyface match. And I, I fully agree with you. As much as I love CM Punk, Kingston should win this match. Yeah, I don't think he will either, but he should. Because it would make both guys much more interesting. And Eddie needs that signature win. He yeah. still hasn't gotten yeah, it. Really. And,
0: and like these new guys, like Danielson's first loss, Punk's first loss, like, you know, th- those would be meaningful first losses. Those would be it's big putting over moments. You yes. got
5: that right, brother. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you even asked we, when we watched the match a bit ago, like, what's Eddie Kingston's finishing move? And I'm like, you know, I'm not really that sure. Maybe the spinning back fist into some suplex because he doesn't win too many matches. Yeah. But he is over as fuck with the crowd, and it's going to be an awesome match, assuming it happens. And, yeah, fully, fully in support of Eddie Kingston winning. Um, yeah. Would love to see it, and then uh, Dante Martin gets his uh, first win over Matt Seidel in their third match, in what would I would say was their best match. And yeah. Leo Rush yet again has been pretty solid in his role. Um, you know, I think they're definitely sowing some seeds to try and like isolate Dante from his brother Darius when he comes yeah. back, which apparently is supposed to be pretty yeah. soon. But I thought this match was great. Uh for a couple of flippy guys it definitely started a little bit groundy. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, it did. And like you know, the commentary you know went out of the way to say, like, oh, you know, Matt Seidel's like they've scattered each other so much. Yeah. You know, that they're trying to take each other out of their element. And, and they've the teamed gate.
5: with each other, you yeah. know, of late yeah. too. And as Dante put it, Matt Seidel is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and again, not this. He's a very damn good wrestler, and I thought he had a great performance here, and he had a great performance
0: against CM Punk, it, and he's been very good. It, it was interestingly paced because it's like you, you had like these, you know, high flying moments. It was still, you know, like it was not a super fast paced match. You no, know you know, like it was, you know, what I kind of took away from it. It's not was a big Leo rush plot match, yeah. you know, is what it kind of was, you know, Like, well, like a lot of it was, you know, yeah, him kind of, kind of motivating him, yeah, 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 that, that was, but I loved, I
5: do want to reference early, because the commentators even talked about this, how, like, innovative he was, like, there was a, something I've never seen before, it's like, when he kind of had, Dante had his feet, like, in the corner, and he kind of, like, did a whoop, whoop, and then whoop, and then, like, kicked Matt Seidel into the corner, it's like, the guy can do shit we've never seen, yeah. Because he's just such a freak, the guy like can jump. That's stuff you, you know? can't teach. Like yeah. he's definitely. I feel like the guy did gymnastics at some point. Probably, in his pro- life.
0: yeah, probably. And like you know, has like that frame where you can just you know.
5: And like the missile drop kick he had. Like he just gets so much hang time. And then he did the move like the double stomp off yeah. the top. Like so much
0: cool shit. Well, he's um, also tall, too. I'm yes. pretty sure they're, like, six. You know, they, they look like basketball players. Yeah, I'd say Don't he's like probably
5: six one, something like that. Did the big moonsault outside. Maybe even taller than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, he looks down at Leo Re- Like,
0: is Leo Rush, like, 5'6"? He's five, very six? tiny,
5: oh, okay. yeah. He's probably five seven, five eight 5'8", tops. Um, but he hit... Uh, there was the cool moment, too, where Seidel had the Hurricane Rana off the top, and uh, Dante flipped him into the crucifix. Very cool. Um, but... He avo- Dante avoids the lightning spiral into the flipping stunner into the double springboard moonsault for the victory. And I loved Leah Rush came in and kind of holds his hand up. And when he does that, Dante Martin, again, he's 20, but he's getting these subtleties. Like the facial expressions are very no. unsure. No. Like not negative, you know, still a little more positive, mm-hmm. but like he's working that psychology side. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just got to react. Yeah, you know,
0: like you know, once he learns how to, rea- then he can. And he's doing the it, like I think, yeah. you know,
5: each week in and week out. I think he's just getting better and better. And you know, we've said it a million times. It's going to be a while, but he's going to be a world champ here, presuming he sticks with the company long term. Which why wouldn't he? But yeah, he's getting these little things down. You know, what Leo Rush has done is kind of brings some new character elements to him. And I can't wait to, for Darius Martin to come back because like. Frankly fighter. it's been so long I've you know, he's definitely more the grounded striker, but he could do some fucking jumpy flippy shit too and just remember how they burst on the scene and just impressed us. Oh yeah, so I mean that was some of year. my first you know Yeah, stuff, you loved them, right? They were,
0: they were kings of like that opening tag team match yeah. that they haven't done, you know, since twenty twenty one. I feel like, you know, that was a big twenty twenty thing, at least. Yeah.
5: I mean it's yeah, it still happens but not nearly as much. Yeah. But uh Yeah, you know, they're they're making it, it's going to be a lot more interesting when Darius Martin comes back, and uh, sky's the limit for Mr. Dante, and, you know, I'm ready to see Leo Rush in a match. And then Mark Henry's back, Abaddon spit up blood, and he's like, well, Abaddon doesn't have a comment! And we get to the match. Uh, and, and, he, and he didn't react. Like, good lord, he's he's been, terrible. He
0: spent so many years in WWE. You've got to be better than that, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, play journalist. It's not that hard.
5: <laughs> good lord. You know, yeah. It, Just it, it, no charisma whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, no it, it,
0: timing. Very flat. Yeah. In a yes, yeah. yeah well, against Abaddon, doesn't have a comment. Which, like, yeah, we'll we'll go into the match and I'll I'll talk about what I think about it. Just go ahead into the match. Okay, trick or treat match. Britt Baker won, as we all knew. She beat Zombie League. Go ahead. And, like, okay, so what annoyed me from the get go was they, you know, kind of were in like a kayfabe within the kayfabe. And they were like, "Oh, you know," they, they were talking like she was a real zombie. Yeah. They typi- like, do they typically do that? Probably. Uh, th- th- that really annoyed me. But Jericho was very over the top. yeah, you know. Yeah,
5: agree. Like, we love Jericho on commentary here, but it's not always a hit. But, but, and frankly, but, I think this whole episode of Rampage, he was more of a but miss but than a hit.
0: Isn't it more funny or and more interesting <laughs> to comment on someone who you know is like cosplaying a zombie? <laughs> Like, that's yeah. a, just a way more interesting thing than be like, oh, she's a zombie. Oh, uh, you Professional know. Professional
5: wrestling brother. Yeah, yeah, you know? but, yeah but like. They're expecting us all to suspend our disbelief yeah.
0: that much. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like, I think you would have a lot more fun on commentary with people just, like, kind of being like, oh, you're like, what girl who dresses up like a zombie, what's wrong with her? You know? <laughs> like, like, have like, someone has to have tried that and yeah. been like, oh, yeah, this is way better than just being like, oh, she's a zombie. Yeah. You know, like, but, um, that was kind of annoying. Um,. Did we, let's talk about the table Obviously, Go, uh, Yeah, yeah the they table. tried to
5: break it twice Yeah and it didn't break it And then who
0: said like the table's the toughest thing Yeah know, I can't remember
5: who said Yeah Britt went for a swinging neck breaker They kind of bounced off it And then she goes for the suplex And I guess Abaddon like sliced her hand a little bit it, Yeah
0: a little bit Man, like I've seen Zombie Lady in this and the Sheeta match, and like man, she's just kind of stunk. Also, you and gotta I love, love it's how it's like
5: she's been off TV for that long, she's about like dark a in year. Elevation. It, yeah, or are
0: like the fiend and stuff like but that? But
5: shittier. Point is, like it's like all right, Halloween's coming up. Let's bring her back in
0: a high profile match against the
5: champion. Yeah, and, the, and you then,
0: know it's like come on. Yeah, and then it was just like the the the, and then like tax. They brought out the tax, which and, is come
5: on, like cheap. So it doesn't need to be here. Like this match does not deem tax. I mean, yeah, it's a trick or treat match, whatever the fuck that is. But like, the thumbtacks should be like for big moments. So like when Eddie Kingston debuted on Dynamite against Cody, holy shit, there's thumbtacks here. Like whoa. And then they were in the Lucha Brothers, you know, fucking oh, Young shoes, Bucks yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Great. Darby's used them on skateboard, but it's like. If you start doing this too much, it loses its luster, and it was just completely unnecessary yeah. in this
0: match. Yeah, you know, this is a trick-or-treat match. I felt tricked <laughs> into taking it seriously. <laughs> and we'll end on that note as
5: Jorge's stuff. pulling up to the hey, theater here. Hey, so. hey, thanks, man. Thanks, yeah, for, putting up, thanks for putting it. up with their stuff. Here's um, a big tip for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you so much. We'll, uh, all right, let's... Uh, uh, See what happens here. Just go see yeah, This ought to be
0: interesting. Right. All right.
5: How many tickets did they sell? I mean, you know, it's a probably big theater. But still, this is absurd. If you needed to find someone,
0: like if we got separated, it'd be pretty impossible to find each other. Yep. Hey, uh, can you give me a second? I need to hit this bathroom here real quick. Yeah, dude, all good.
7: Yeah, this is Reno. Hey, uh, Reno.
0: It's, uh, it's Beaumont, uh, Smack Boyle's friend. Uh, you told me to call this number to set up our meeting. What's the password, kid? Uh. Did you know they're building a new Roy Rogers in New Jersey? The fuck you talking
7: about? Shit, Tony! Wait, no, 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 it's not it, it's not the. Oh, we're gonna find you, you fucking rat. And when we do, we're gonna. Ha ha ha! I'm just playing with you, kid. Smack told me about you. First time in the deep end of the pool. Says you're so desperate you make dumbass decisions.
1: Oh, God, I love Roman Reigns. That match in Saudi Arabia with Brock Lesnar, just... The people really ate it up. Well, uh... I just love him so much. I just put him on every show and every match would be the greatest thing ever. Well, uh... Sounds like
0: you're the one I hired to carry them out.
1: And that... You know I'm really starting to turn around on? Uh, that little fucking weirdo Sammy said I love that documentary shit and all the weird dance he does. It's fucking hilarious. It's like that talk-tick shit that those kids got around here.
7: <laughs> Touche, kid. All right, all right. Around the back of the theater during intermission.
1: You know, I should really check that out. Wonder if they got any cool ball-kick videos on there, or any other fun stuff like that. All the kids are saying it's fucking hilarious. Ah, I really check that stuff out. What am I doing here again? Hurry up,
0: Sure. Okay. I just have to turn in this RSVP before intermission's over, so we have to get this done quick. I'm sorry. I have to call you back. I can't hear because there's some asshole in the bathroom being loud. Hey, you fucking prick! I'm trying to talk to someone.
1: Oh my god! You scared me.
0: Oh shit, Vince! Like, how can anyone scare you
1: when you're that loud? <laughs> I may be allowed externally, but inside I found a deep, deep new softness.
0: Well, it's cool then. Uh, hey, I didn't expect to run into you out here.
1: Yeah, I'm a guest on tonight's Goldman Hour, actually. Assume you're here for the Okerlins.
0: Yeah, for just only that, exactly.
1: Well, good. I mean, it's gonna be hard to beat out Greg, but... I've always thought you boys were very deserving, too. Though, so, that was back during a much, much darker time in my life. I really, you know, I know I hired you up for all the wrong reasons back then, but I just love you guys, and I can't believe I just did it to try and, you know, get you to suck. Well, good, Vince. Glad you come around to that. You know what? That's all part thanks to you, Bo. What you said to me back then, you know, in Atlanta is something that still rolls around in my mind every day. You know, the compassion you showed me has just been a huge reason why I haven't given back into the jealousy or revenge or rage or... Yeah, well, I guess at least
0: something I'm doing still works. Hey, Beaumont, we gotta get to our seats and...
1: Holy shit, Vince! Brad! This is a public restroom! Why are you talking so loud oh I'm well, sorry 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 come on boys let's take this outside Well how the fuck are you Brett
5: you know all told a little better since I ran India you. how you been
1: And <laughs> great Brett you know very very you know great
5: Well that's good because you know, Way back in the beginning of the summer, we called Bruce because we were concerned about what was going on with WWE. Boys,
1: the past is the past. Whether it be Atlanta, the pandemic, the very, very difficult decisions I had to make when I found out how Paul was running things at NXT. I really hated firing those guys. But I'm, you know, I'm glad to see them. a lot of them have found a home at AEW or wherever else.
5: Uh, I guess that's good that you're uh, happy for their success elsewhere.
0: Yeah. uh, Sounds like you're happy that you're able to accept all that. I'm happy. Yeah.
1: Thank you, boys. You can be one of two things in this world, boys. The water that flows gently or the rocks that make it rough and rapid. And when the storm comes, and it always does... You have to choose who you want to be. Be the water,
3: not the rock, boys. Welcome, everyone. The show will begin momentarily. Please take your seats. I gotta get backstage, boys.
1: Wonderful seeing you again, though. Hey, you too, ma'am. Thanks, Vince. Sell so seashells, shore... Uh, what the... Got... God, I hate that thing. Why the hell does she even sell these seashells? Nobody fucking likes seashells. Gotcha. Be the water, not the rock. Be the water. Hey, McMahon. Oh shit. Uh, are you the uh, producer that uh Monroe hey. guy? Well, I I guess you're that person since I asked you who you were. But maybe it'd all be easier if you guys were wearing name tags or something.
2: Stagehand, please, get him a makeup. He's gonna look 90 out there like that. Wait, wait, wait,
1: I, I was gonna pop in and say hello to Greg. <sighs> ah, idiot.
4: Greg, you're drinking. Oh shit, Fox Monroe, the man himself. Hey, get on in here and have a drink. It's gonna be an extra big fucking shit show tonight, huh? Everyone's gonna fucking love it.
2: Uh, okay, sure. You uh enjoy your drinks, Greg. Let's make sure we stay, you know, on brand tonight. Important people in the audience.
4: Oh, yeah. <coughs> fucking this up is my brand, am I right? Hey, thanks, Leslie. Hey, you're the fucking best, right? All right, Fox, we got to go on.
2: Yeah, just uh, be you, Greg. Be the you we discussed. The rest will take care of itself. Oh, and uh, be a little extra mean to the guest tonight.
4: Yeah, well, ah, well, that won't be too hard, right? I mean, everyone loves a good demolition, right?
7: It's Saturday night, and you know what that means. It's time for the Greg Goldman Hour. And live from the LRA Theater in Los Angeles, California, He's here to sweep the Okerlund Awards, New York's favorite, He's Great!
4: Alright, alright, alright. Jesus Christ. Ugh. WWE's fucking shit. <laughs>
3: Uh, like in, in general.
4: Yeah. Like it generally sucks. Like it sucks for a general audience. So yeah, I guess you're fucking right. Hoagie. I mean, look at that ladies and gentlemen, look at that smart guy, huh? (laughs) Fucking smarty over here. So I know no one gives a shit. The giants actually won this week, you know, and you know, they kind of kicked the Panthers ass too, honestly, but nobody wants to hear about that. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to, Tear into the stupid fucking New York Jets tonight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what y'all want, right? Good, because here we fucking go, all right? The Jets, they're an embarrassment to New York City. And that's saying something because every team in this fucking city sucks, right? They're, They're one in five, but they might as well be one in fucking 55 because they lose so fucking bad. It should count for more than one game. They get their asses beat each fucking week, all season long, and then they draft complete fucking busts year in and year out. They just keep doing the same thing, and their dumbass fans expect something different, you know? The definition of insanitary, you know? You haven't won the Super Bowl since the Rolling Stones came out with the freaking Sergeant Peppers, you know? You're a bunch of miserable, low-life fucking losers, you know? I don't feel sorry for them. The Jets have you by the balls and you're too dumb to realize it. Go fuck yourself. Welcome to the Greg Goldman Hour. <clears throat> God, I need another drink after that. You know what, Hoagie? Hey, let's play a game tonight, right? Anytime anyone laughs at something that fucking sucks ass, I'll take a drink.
3: Well, uh. Greg, you know, I, I don't want to put words in everyone's mouth here, but uh, I think there may not be enough liquor in that bottle. And if there were more bottles, you might have to go to the hospital, you know, kind of just like uh...
4: <laughs> hey, can. Oh, yay, Someone will have to buy another. Hello, Los Angeles. <clears throat> well, uh, when I fucking producer Fox Monroe said we were coming out here to win the Oakland Awards, I told him, I don't want to fucking go out there. That place is a fucking trash heap. You want me to bring all my shit over to this fucking trash heap on fire for half the year and an earthquake away from falling into the goddamn ocean? I had to bring all my fucking shit. I even accidentally brought this fucking shitty ass $30 Target mic with me just because he fucking made me go to this trash heap. And hey, it's fucking true, folks. You ever seen... Escape from L.A. by John Carpenter is one of his best. Hey, it's much better than Escape from New York. I don't know why anyone would want to do that, you know.
3: So uh, what do you think about L.A., Hoagie? Well, uh, you know, I guess it's a, it's a nice town. You know, it's pretty warm out here. Uh, we saw a Hollywood sign, and uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, we went down to the beach. We seemed uh, a, little, a little cleaner than the ones we've been through in New Jersey. But uh, in the spirit of uh, what you're saying, Greg, uh, it seemed to be a problem a little bit, you know, for, like a lot of people on the streets that didn't seem to be, uh, you know, I would say properly taken care of.
4: Ah, shit, Hoagie. This is a bunch of fucking bums on the boardwalk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, okay. Whatever, you know, whatever.
4: All right. All right. Hey, speaking of whatever, right? But hey, it's much, much fucking worse than whatever. Let's talk about WWE, folks. (laughs) Let me fucking tell you about WWE. One of my favorite parts of WWE when I was a fucking kid was the music, man. I remember Stone Cold. I remember The Rock. I remember all that shit, right? So so I tune in to Monday. Right. And I'm looking forward to something. Right. Damien Priest is at least on the card. So that's something to look forward to. Right. And so I turn on the fucking show and all of a sudden Priest has got like a new Titan Tron and he's got new shitty music. And I'm like, oh, fucking great. He's got new shitty music, just like everyone fucking else. But then they roll around and debut two other fucking shitty theme songs that sound the exact goddamn same on the fucking Monday Night Raw. And they're all generic rock songs. I mean, who's going to want to come out to uh, the same guitar track that fucking Lance Storm probably would have come out to? I mean, fuck. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And like Raw, they debuted some new faces. I mean, they fucking had Keith Lee still in his fucking weird pink claw getup. Apparently, he's a fucking bear now or something. I, it was fucking shit. I don't fucking know. Let's. Hey, want to talk about the ratings? I don't really want to, but hey, ratings mean shit.
0: Ladies and gentlemen,
4: it's time for the ratings report. <laughs> I mean, what else can you? The ratings. No one gives a fuck. Why am I even, no one gives a fuck about the ratings, right? God, yeah, you know, the, the ratings people, they're just fucking bums anyway.
3: Yeah, uh, <clears throat> Greg.
4: Uh, yeah, Hogi, what's up, brother?
3: You remember uh, what I said to that Micah guy who came on here about, about that word? What word? You know what I'm talking about, Greg.
4: I fucking don't know what you're talking about, Hoagie. Bum. Oh, yeah. What about it?
3: For you uh, you remember what I told Micah about that word. Um, I don't like it.
4: Oh, shit. Yeah, well, sorry, Hoagie.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I guess I appreciate that.
4: Sure, I won't use it. Whatever. God, why is everyone on this show so fucking tight ass these days? Jesus fucking Christ. I feel like I'm strapped into one of those fucking chairs from the Clockwork Orange watching Monday Night Raw. <laughs> all right, all right. So tonight we got a new segment that we recorded yesterday when we flew in, right? It's called Greg on the Street." Hold the fuck up. Hey, hey, Hoagie, am I, am I fucking blind or is that the brain buster boys in our audience? Yeah. Yeah, Hokey, that is them. What the fuck are they doing here?
3: Uh, you, you know, Greg, maybe it ain't the best idea to be reopening old rooms, you know?
4: Hey, hey, dickhead! what the fuck are you doing here, all right? You don't got to talk no more fucking shit about me? How are you going to talk more fucking shit?
5: Well, hello, Greg. Uh, No, uh, we're, hell, we're actually here because, you know, we've accepted that your show is actually good.
4: Yeah. Oh fucking bullshit! No, hey, what kind of shitty remark do you got up your sleeve this time, Bo? Huh? Come on, fucking bring it on, huh? You think you can hurt me, ladies and gentlemen? You think these fucking idiots can put a dent in this shining armor? No, that's fucking right.
3: Uh, hey, uh, yeah, brain, brainbuster boys.
5: Yeah, uh, Togi, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. I was kind of thinking maybe this whole situation might be a little more, you know, comfortable for all of us if you took this opportunity to, you know, like apologize to Greg. Because uh, you know, that's what that's what you came for, right? Right?
5: Uh well, yeah, sure. Uh maybe here later in a little bit.
4: Probably not. No, no, no. No. It's too late for that. You two are the biggest fucking losers I have ever met in my life. You think I'm a fucking train wreck? You think I'm toxic? Take a look at your fucking selves, huh? You're so jealous of me, you couldn't even stay away from my fucking show. And you know what? Take a look around, you at it around here too. You built the show, Brain Buster Voice. You gave me a chance, and you just didn't realize that I'm fucking better than you.
3: Uh, you know... They, I think they know that, Greg. They do, and that's why they're here to apologize and go on their way.
4: shut up, Hoagie. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, are the Brain Buster boys here to apologize? No! no! See? All right. Then get the fuck out of here, guys. Fuck you both. We'll be right back.
2: Well, well, well. Way to go, losers. You thought you'd come fuck this shit up, but didn't realize that fucking it up was the name of the game.
0: Whatever, dude. There's literally nothing you can say that you've already said to me. You're a piece of shit, Fox Monroe. Fuck you. Dude,
5: it's not even worth it. Let's just get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get some fresh air.
5: Yeah, I feel you. I'm going to hit the bathroom first. Cool. Hey, uh, Fox! What? Okay, man, listen. Like, I get it. You're someone who can take shit like Greg and turn it into gold. Uh-huh. But, Fox, like, imagine what you could do with us. That thought has to have gone through your head. It did. And? Okay, yes. You boys are fairly talented
2: and capable on your own. But you also want to do your own thing, thank you no matter where the money or the listens or the followers flow. And yes, in some places that's a virtue, but not here. Well,
5: what if we could,
2: you know, do things a little differently? Too late, Brett. Last tycoon gave me one shot, and I had to make it a good one.
5: Oh, please, give me a break. There's got to be some way.
2: Brett, I know it's hard watching him up there, talking wrestling with his best friend and everybody loving it, living your dream, but it's over now.
5: Well, you once told me you were going to be by my side the whole time. That you were going to help us make it. The Brainbuster Boys.
2: Yeah, until I found the side that was actually going to make it. Listen, Brett. There are many, many other podcasters just like you who never make it. Hardly any do. That's just how it is. Please understand that. I have to go. God damn it. Fuck this guy. Yeah. I know, right? How the fuck about that? I had no idea they'd be here. Wait, you thought it wasn't enough? The crowd got bored. Are you deaf? No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting way ahead of myself again. Fuck, what do you need me to do? Wait, what? More liquor? You're gonna kill this guy. No, I don't care. You want Greg to say what? Wait, Tahogie? Listen, I can sew my fair share of discord, but those two are watertight. Right, right, right. I know, I know, this is my one shot. My ass on the line, I haven't forgotten. Please just, I'll make it happen.
0: you go to get six uh, I uh, bought bomb one uh, all that kind of really s- stressed me out there yeah I trust me I totally feel you and I guess
5: that's the end of that because I don't want to go because I don't want to fucking go back in there yeah yeah, yeah. I mean uh, you know uh, the man himself just ejected us yeah the man himself well I guess if we're not gonna go back in we ought to go take care of that RSV people I can do that well, I mean, it's not a big deal, and we're both here.
0: Well, I, I, I kind of need to take a walk. On. Like I said, like after all that in there, uh, it seems like it's just, I don't know. I need to think about it.
5: I got gotcha. you. No worries. Well, I guess uh, I'll get a ride back to the hotel then and
0: see you there. Yeah. See you there, dude. Okay. Alright. This has gotta be it. This better not be more smack
7: boil stupid bullshit. Hey! (gasps) God, kid. You're the most easily startled motherfucker I've seen here today. Rigno. It's almost like he's up to something he knows he shouldn't be doing. Uh, shut up, Tony. Alright, kid, here we are. You got the money? Okay, I loaded it on these burner cards like you said. Good deal. All right, where's our target? Wait, I told Smack I didn't want anyone killed or, like, horribly injured. Then why the fuck did you hire us? I was doing that to people's our job, Rayno. I know that, dipshit. Jesus, everybody's testing my fucking patience today. Okay, so you just want us to, uh, I don't know, just beat him up? So
0: this guy is going to an awards ceremony tomorrow. He's probably going to do well there. Make it so he doesn't want to go.
7: Sheesh. Everyone in their award ceremonies and gambling problems out here these days. Well, heck, Reno. That don't sound like too bad of a job. Hopefully this guy ain't no heavyweight champ or anything. He's a heavyweight champ and being an absolute dick. Sounds like a real tough guy,
4: Reno. You
7: got that right. All right, where is he? <laughs>
4: Jesus Fucking Christ! Can you imagine the fucking Brain Buster boys being there, of all things?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I know know you you don't like them too much. I'm not sure they're terrible guys, but uh, they didn't, they definitely didn't do you right, and I I was hoping they would apologize.
7: What the fuck, this guy? Yeah, I know he's on
0: the news. Not
7: that. This is the second time today we've had to deal with this
0: fella. Since our boss has a bone to pick with that guy's...
7: Shut up, Tony! Jesus Christ, don't be the one... Jesus Christ, don't be telling one client about the others. Jesus! Sorry, Reno. Wait, who's this other client? I'd shut up, kid, if I were you. Unless you want to end up like old Goldman Locks over
4: there. (laughs) Yeah, I just didn't want them fucking... (coughs) fuck. Sorry. Not used to this clean fucking air over here on this side of the fucking country.
3: God. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think technically there's a lot of smog. I've heard, I've heard there's a lot of smog in LA, but uh, no, something tastes different out here. That that is that is for sure.
4: God, it's like I'm breathing into a fucking oxygen mask over here, fuck. All
7: right, Tony, get your brass knuckles. On the count of three, we just rush them up by the concrete wall, beat them up against the dumpster and bolt.
3: Yeah, yeah, man, that's that's kind of a trip. Seeing you pull out that $30 mic from way back when.
7: You best have an exit plan too, kid.
4: Man, fucking. Those were the days, right, Ogie?
7: Alright, can I count Reno? No.
4: It was just like. One. Remember when I asked you to do this fucking thing? Yeah,
3: that was. That was. That was huge. That was one of the biggest moments of my life. Two.
4: Wait, I just. Those those were the fucking times, man.
3: Wait,
7: stop. What the fuck, kid? Don't do it. I'm calling it off
4: What
0: the
7: fuck? He's right there
0: Just, no This is wrong, this is so wrong I can't, I can't
7: let this happen Stand down there, Tony Well, I guess it ain't no skin off our backs I hope you're not thinking you'll get your money back I don't care about that I just, I just need to get out of here Whatever, kid Alright, Tony, we got a long day ahead of us tomorrow Let's get the fuck out of here. Hey, kid. Can we give you a ride? No, we can't. Let's go. It's
0: fine. I'll I'll just call an Uber. I just... I don't know. I need to figure out how I
7: got here in the first place. Actually, it's pretty simple, really, how you did. Just like many of our other clients. You had something get in your head that you couldn't get out of it. But hey, you at least got something out of it tonight. And at least that's something. See you around, kid.
0: Shit, the RSVP. Just need to look it up. Where to take it on my phone? And instead, fuck.
4: All right, assholes. Hey, we're fucking back here, right? How about those fucking schmucks from Kentucky showing up, huh? The Brainbuster Boys, right? Hey. Fuck him!
3: Hey, uh, Greg, where'd you get that other drink? I thought you uh, polished off that first bottle.
4: Oh, this fucking thing? (laughs) Hey, Mr. Fox Monroe over there got me up from the bar out front. Oh. Yeah, Hogue, stop being such a fucking square. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking need this, all right? I need to get through our next fucking guest. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be someone I can't fucking stand, right? That way I can tam a new fucking asshole like y'all like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's going to go to complete fucking shit because our next guest is Vince McMahon. Fuck.
1: Hey there, Greg. How the fuck are ya?
4: Hey, uh, Vince, how, uh, how are you doing? Well, Greg, I'm just great. It's been a wonderful night. Absolutely
1: wonderful. Mr. McMahon? Pleasure to meet you too,
3: Hoagie. And it's just Vince. The Attitude Era has been over 20 fucking years.
1: Am
4: I right, Greg? Yeah, you're right. Uh, You're right.
3: So, uh, Vince, how was your, uh, you know, your flight?
1: Didn't fly, Hogmeister. Finally got my license back after that whole Atlanta incident and uh, decided to fire up the old Mack truck driving across the country all the way from Connecticut to California. Routed a couple of thirds in there as well. Yeah, catch your <laughs> eye, but took Highway sixty six all the way from Chicago. And let me tell y'all something: if you think you know beauty from a five star match or a great promo or well, good ratings, I'm gonna tell you, it's nothing compared to seeing the beauty of this country with a mind at ease.
3: Yeah, you know that's, that sounds quite nice, Vince. You no, know, I kind of did the same thing, but uh, it was on a freight train. So
1: you know, Hoagie, it's all about just knowing that even if you know things aren't always going great, like your wrestling company's struggling, or you're having to let people go, or you're not meeting the unfairly high expectations you set for yourself, and well, you think you may suck, but it's all about realizing that you may not always be able to choose what happens to you. But you choose how you react. I used to try and go against the current, and it made me angry, vindictive, a bitter man. Now, though, I let the good and the bad flow through me, and you just simply learn to be with myself.
3: Well, good good for you, Vince. You know, Greg, that, doesn't that sound nice? <laughs>
4: Uh, sure, yeah, Hoagie. <laughs> so, Vince, uh, how, how have you been? I've been absolutely wonderful, Greg.
1: Took about a month away from the WWE after, you know, the big change in roster to try some new things, discover new sides of myself, started getting into transcendental meditation, took the David Lynch courses, you know, and then before I knew it, I was doing it for about four hours a day. Just oh, getting right up in that astral plane. And I loved it so much that I, you know, started my own class. I teach now. You know, we're doing it at the WWE headquarters in Stanford. Really, everybody loves it.
3: That's great, man. Everyone liking something is uh usually pretty good.
4: Yeah, usually.
1: So what have you been up to, Greg? Besides, you know... All of this, right, everyone?
4: Ah, uh, well, you know we're uh, we're making this show. We're doing stuff related to this show. Uh, we're watching wrestling for the show, of course. You
1: know what? I remember telling you that you'd be great at having your own show after anger management and that coffee shop. You know. In a way, I feel a little responsible for all of this. (laughs) Nah, I'm just kidding with you, Greg. But really, I do want to say, you know, Greg, that I am just so damn proud of you. For you know how you got here. The hard work, ladies and gentlemen. Applaud this man. There we go. So what match from this past week's WWE was your absolute favorite? We'll see if we've got the same one as
4: mine. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I, I like, uh, I guess, uh, I, shit. <laughs> fucking none of them. <laughs>
1: Funny joke, Greg. <laughs> but there, you know, has to be one.
4: No, not a fucking one of them. Not one. And you know why, Vince? You know fucking why? Why, brag Because you fucking suck. You're terrible at running your own company. The matches are trash. The storylines are shit. WWE is just fucking shit. I fucking hate watching that shit every week. But, you know, I got to go back because I'm fucking cursed somehow to watch wrestling. Because the empty fucking promises that you made me when I was a fucking teenager, because the attitude error was actually fucking good, right? That, that's the nail in the coffin right there, folks, right? Yeah, you, you had one good thing that you did, Vince. Fucking one. One thing people liked. And after that, everyone found out you were a fucking fraud, a loser. No one fucking likes you.
1: God damn it, you little fucking shit! You think you fucking know anything? Why weren't you talking about all this wrestling? You've never stepped foot in a fucking ring one time in your life, you little piece of fucking, fucking
4: shit! Nobody fucking likes I'll stop you, I'll under my giant boot! Nobody you haven't lifted has. a shit like what I have lifted! I've been here the whole fucking time, Nobody cares! And I will eat you for life! Nobody cares!
1: You know what, Greg? Somebody backstage told me to say this about you, and I told them that I would never before this. But you know I fucking will, because it's true. More people like Hoagie than they like you.
4: <gasps> the fuck? No, hey, no, that's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever fucking heard.
3: What, um, what the hell, Greg?
4: But Hoagie, people are here to see me, right? Right, right fucking everyone?
3: Ogie! Ogie! o Ogie! 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 o Ogie! Ogie!
1: Ogie! 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 Hey, what the fuck? Hey, shut the fuck
4: up, everyone!
1: be the water, not the rock. The water. Not the rock. I'm sorry for getting mad. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, a part of me that's never going to go away. It's something that I uh, just gotta live with. But Greg, I just, I feel sorry for you. I really do. Have a good night, everyone.
3: Christ, I can't. I can't, Greg. You can't what, Hoagie? I can't do this anymore, Greg. I'm done. I can't watch you keep doing this to yourself. (laughs) Now to other people, Vince was nice to you, Greg. Actually nice. Not like a lot of people have been. You just... You're not the person who helped me.
4: What? I'm not the person who kept you from being a fucking bum?
3: I I quit Greg I'm done I'll see you later You know what
4: hoagie? You know what You don't fucking quit You're fired You're fucking fired Fuck you Get the fuck out of here You bum You know what You think people want to watch you You think people come here Because they want to watch The hoagie show The hoagie hour Well why don't you try it the fuck out Why don't you take this $30 fucking shitty microphone from Target and you go start the fucking hoagie hour? God damn it. Fuck you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good fucking night. Fuck this show.